So what uh, we want to discuss is Minigishi herself and what's going on. Uh, Hiro happens to be a huge fan of Minigishi Minami. As he showed on Japanese TV, uh, I'll find the video for that. As he showed on Japanese TV, uh, his favorite, most prized possession is, of course, a photo card of, of the Geish. He so proudly displayed it on Fuji TV for all of the nation to see. I thought that was hilarious when my uh, my roommate and his girlfriend translated that part. Yeah. They said, oh, they're saying that's your prized possession. I'm like, oh, I look like a fool. He's <laughs> like, here's my prized possession. I just picked this up this week buying a UTB magazine. Right? It was UTB, right? It was the UTB magazine. That was correct. Yeah, it was a UTB magazine that we bought. We got a bonus, bonus photo. <laughs> that's my prized possession. What's funny is I only showed that because it just had her on it. You know, I was like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll show you this. Everybody else's prized possession looked a lot better than mine. <laughs> what, my giant ass fucking towel that I paid $50 for? <laughs> giant $50 towel. Giant $50 towel, that's right. Yeah, I'm sure Dave paid a, a handsome price for that placemat or whatever it was. It was a placemat. It was a placemat. Yeah. And actually, Vu's... Foo's handkerchief, or whatever they want to call that. That, that was that was actually a cool. Yeah, I bought that one. I cool piece. Yeah, I have that too. Yeah, I haven't. I have not taken it out of the package. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna take it out of the package. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I don't that thing put cool. stuff up in my room since uh, I don't know. It gets all dusty and stuff. I have not figured out how I'm gonna hang all this cool stuff that I got in Japan yet. So, yeah. So. Uh, this. She is my Oshi. She is your girl, right? So, she's my Oshi. As uh, Let's get that straight. Okay, she's your Oshi. Uh, as a fan of Minigishi Minami, and as a sensible human being, because we know that there's been a lot of Woda butthurt in regards to what uh, Minigishi has done to her head, what is your feeling about her demotion to the Kenkusei and... Her new haircut. Yeah, my, my f personal opinion at first was, oh, don't, don't kick her out, don't kick her out. You know, let's hope that they can work something out. But when I saw the video, I was thinking, oh, girl, what did you do? <laughs> but that was the first thing that came through my mind. Like, what are you doing? I, I think she went a little overboard. A little? Um, yeah, just, just a tiny bit. I mean, if she probably should have got it t cleaned up in the back because you still see that sting tail at the end. <laughs> the sting tail. <laughs> I mean, it just looked like she got it out of a hair versus hair match and, you know, just went straight to the interview room. Oh, you know, they, didn't, they didn't try to touch her up or anything, which is probably what they, sh they should have done it that way, you know, by not having it touched up. It looked more realistic. But, yeah, I mean, it was... You know, I, I told you over, over text and stuff that I, I, I could picture the faces of... You know, I don't know if it's Akimoto for was... Togasaki, who, who dealt with her. You know, that when she came out and had the shaved head, I mean, I could just see them slapping their faces and shaking their heads. Like, oh, no. Uh, why did you do that? You know, it was, it was shocking. Um, as far as her being demoted to Kinkusei, I think that was a, a, that was a good move based on probably what you, she probably came clean on a lot of things, which is why they allowed her to, to stay in the group. Um, 
I kind of think that the way they're going about it now is not the way I would have done it. Uh, what are your thoughts on her being able to uh, perform with the Kankise? Um, I don't see it as a big deal, honestly. Uh, yeah, it sucks that Kinkyuse get kind of fucked over because now Minigishi's uh, kind of like the highest ranking Kinkyuse, but um, I think Kinkyuse can learn a lot from Minigishi, probably. Like having her around is probably a a very good very good influence on them. I mean, of course, the the current issue with uh, with standing, uh, but like performance wise and uh, I guess uh, choreography wise and singing and all that stuff, Minigishi would be a good influence on all of these young girls. But uh, yeah, I can see why some people are getting all butthurt about it, but. It's not really a big deal. And th this seems very similar to the Sashihara Arino situation where everyone thought like her getting demoted to the kids' table was a bad idea, but ended up being a very good thing for her in the end. So I, I could see that maybe Minigishi will get put back into her team or sent to a sister group or whatever they decide to do. And things will be back to normal. Whether she'll grow her hair back, who knows? Maybe she'll support... The uh, Sinead O'Connor look for a while. Maybe oh, she'll, no. maybe she'll get uh, some designs put into her head. I, I don't know, but w we'll see. It, it, I don't necessarily see her demotion as a bad thing. And really, what's going to happen is uh, once this entire thing blows over, and all of the all of the so-called fans uh, stop being a bunch of whiny bitches. Uh, you'll see that Minigishi Minami's popularity will actually go up, and I think she'll break the top 10 in Senbatsu this year because of her her actions and because, you know, Woda are a bunch of forgiving people. So, not, I, not a big deal. I actually think the opposite. You think the opposite? Well, I mean, as far as her place in the top 10, I kind of think it is going to hurt her because the, the Senbatsu elections, that's coming up pretty soon, you know, when you actually can buy the single. I don't think they're going to be that forgiving that soon. I think she's going to drop into Undergirls. Um, I think she probably lost a lot of major fans, is what I'm thinking. And those major fans are probably the ones who bulk bought and are passionate about voting. Uh, as far as her being with the Kenkusei, I, I don't, you know, I'm not going to go up in arms about it. I think she should have been demoted. That was an interesting way of doing it. However, I probably wouldn't have put her on stage. I, in order to make it a true punishment, and granted, maybe they thought, well, the girl shaved her head. Let's 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 not make it any worse. But well, they did make I it worse. Would. They make her put a wig on stage. She might have chosen to do that, but that was a horrible wig. It's a mom wig, dude. <laughs> oh, that is a bad. Those are some bad pictures, but yeah. Yeah, I really probably would have uh, suspended her. You know, if I were Togasaki and, and uh, you know the management uh, Akimoto, I probably would have suspended her, sent her to KKS, and basically just keep her off stage for at least three months. You know, make her feel the punishment. Have her teach the young girls uh, everything it is about being a member, but basically make it a punishment. You know, it's kind of like if you're if you're uh, suspended in the NFL or, or MLB or stuff. You know. They, they don't allow you to practice, I don't believe. Uh, you can't show up, you know, can't do certain events and stuff, you know. Something similar to that, but where they actually utilize her. 
you know, utilize her to teach her the girl the girls how to do this and that. Um, make her help out around the office and stuff, but keep her away from the performing. You know, make her go to practice too, but keep her away from the performing and make it seem like it's a true punishment. And I think in the eyes of these fans who are going up in arms, they, you know, they're thinking, oh, she's taking a spot away from from this girl and that girl. Well, yes, she is, but also they're also trainees too, so things aren't going to come easily for them to begin with. So that's probably why it doesn't take. You know, I'm not up in arms about it. Uh, what what is your opinion of the people who are up in arms, though? You know mine, ah. so uh, I'd like to see a sensible person's uh, uh, viewpoint on on the up and arms. Kinda, I'm kind of halfway with you and, and and everybody else. You know my 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 things on anything fan related is we're just fans. You know, hopefully your life goes on after your Oshi graduates or after your Oshi's in a scandal or whatever. You know, it, it's entertainment. And for me, I, I can't really get up in arms about it, you know. And maybe that's part of the reason because I'm a I'm a Western fan, you know. But that's nothing I can help, you know. I live I live in North America, you know. I, I listen to Japanese music, and that's just my hobby. So there's nothing I can do about you know not being in Japan. And hey, you're not there, and you don't know how it is over there. Well, yeah, of course. But the people who are up in arms about it. It's like get over it, you know. You're not working for AKB. You have to kind of trust what these guys, the decisions that they're making, even though it doesn't agree with with your decisions. You know, if they're starting to, if they drop from one million, what was it? and pressure did just a little over one million. Yeah. If they drop to five hundred thousand all of a sudden, then then you get worried. But when they drop to nine hundred and fifty thousand or nine hundred thousand, they should be worried enough to have their marketing team do some more research and come up with more ideas. But I, I just think that people get too too concerned with these things. You know, you, you can't please everybody. So I I, th I think everything goes on for you know without the fans getting up in arms. So might as well try to enjoy enjoy the ride. Okay. Uh, it, I'm not like you saying ah screw you f you this. Well, yeah. <laughs> in relation to that, uh, what is your opinion of fans? I guess forcing Western ideals on Japanese idol society uh, does it make sense? Because it doesn't make any sense to me. I think it's kind of stupid to try to force it on other people. You know, and then we're also seeing uh, the reactions to people who are like, "Oh, you know, they're mistreating her," and this is a this is a issue of human rights. And it's like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it isn't. You know, they're making it sound like the the girl was forced to shave her head. And I, I truly don't believe they told her to. I, I don't picture TGSK or Akimoto saying, you know, you can cut your pinky off or you can shave your head, but we won't let you do anything in, until you do that. I do think that it was bad for them to, to post the video. I mean, after it got so much uh, response, they should have had people looking out for responses, and maybe they should have taken that video down quicker. Hmm. I think it may. Have, I think it may have been up, but maybe one or two days too long. But I just have this feeling they're in. They're in this fishbowl, to where they don't care what's going on outside of Japan. You know, the, the Western fans or the, the even Asian fans from from overseas. You know, I think it's just that this is how we do it here. So we'll we'll keep it up. <laughs> so um, we know that Western media. 
meaning like people in America and Europe and outside of Japan have gotten a hold of this story because of Minigishi's uh, disturbing appearance, I guess is the best way I can put it. Uh, do you think that do you think that Western media even has a place in commenting on this? Because you know how you know how they like to put a spin on all this shit, right? The Japanese are backwards. Uh, the idol, the music industry in Japan is all fucked up. That's what it seems like when you see these stories. So, what, what's your opinion of the Western media having their rather uninformed two cents on this issue? They're gonna write what they're gonna write, right? Correct. That's you correct. know, I, I I also think that because we're in this fishbowl. Of, of, of idol, you know, our interest in idol music and J-pop in, in, in general, that we're paying attention to it. But, you know, who knows how many people are actually paying attention to it outside of that? Do you think people actually clicked on that story? I, I'm not sure. You know, for, for all we know, nobody was paying attention to that story. And the people that are writing these stories are at the lowest level of, of writers for CNN.com, Fox.com, what have you. You know, these are the people that get the junk stories. Hey, this one's this is what we want you to cover. We get to cover you get to cover this this J-pop artist who shaved her head. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not sure they they put their top guns on this. Oh no, I I don't see like Christian Amanpour going to Japan to interview Minigishi Minami. Yeah, I mean these these may have been interns who are writing these stories, and and, and it happened what Super Bowl weekend, right? Too. Yeah, so like, around that same time, yes. Yeah, so I mean, it's like there's so many other stories going around. We're in a fishbowl. We think that everybody's paying attention to it, and that everybody's from the West is going to see how how get a bad uh, impression of J-pop and idols. And yeah, maybe for those people who clicked on it, they do get that bad impression. But do you think that they really would listen to it if they didn't get the impression? They wouldn't care, in my opinion. I mean, I'm I'm my background. I am a Japanese American. I am the only one of my friends who, who listens to this stuff. You know, the people from my generation, and I, I got a couple friends who actually listen to J-pop, but their parents are from Japan. So there's actually a closer closer generation to, to the old country. But everybody else, they listen, they listen to hip-hop and R&B and, and mainstream music. You know, they listen to Maroon 5 probably, or I don't know what what my peers listen to since I'm not too close to them anymore but <laughs> I know for a fact they're not listening to Arashi or AKB or Inca you know it, it's that's 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 Japan to Japanese so you know it, it's I, I just don't think I think too much importance is, is placed on what the West thinks thinks about this oh, uh, no kidding <laughs> so what what do you think about our okay our little bubble? You know, we're we're part of a very very small community of fans. Let's face it. Uh, when you look at the Western community of fans compared to the Japanese community of fans, uh, we're like a little goldfish, and Japanese are like a giant shark, right? So, w what do you think about the uh, the Western fan community that we are a part of? What what do you think? about their their bitching and whining and calling for change and and uprising and all this other shit. Do you think they're just full of crap or do you think they have they're a just, point? 
Yeah, you know, it's their opinion. They 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 have their points, and a lot of points I may share. You know, I mean, I don't think I don't think I would mind if they changed the dating rule. I I mean. That's that's not how I I don't look at the girls as oh you know I wish I could date them and oh you know I know they're pure and oh oh no Achan's ass is hanging out and being carried by Ruroni Kenshin you know he did a pretty shitty job of carrying he did a horrible job as a man that was a poor job of carrying a girl (laughs) (laughs) but I mean it's that's me you know that's I'm also what I'm I'm 42 years old I'm a Japanese American fourth generation living in California. That is my viewpoints and my viewpoints only. And everybody else is welcome to have their own viewpoints. But bottom line, Japan and AKB and Morning Musume and everybody's going to go on living their lives and running their businesses the way they're going to, whether I support them or not. Uh, I think that the Western fan base, you know, they also have different opinions. I've, I've, I've read some that are up in arms and I've read some that are level-headed about it you know it, it's it's the I, I don't know how to how to summarize it but you know life will go on you know if you really enjoy what they're what the, the product that you're supporting keep on supporting it if you don't hey go buy some Momoclo you know go buy some golden bomber they're they're the new hot thing you know, go go buy some sexy zone. Says Greg's got twenty five copies of their last single. That's right. Yep. Without the photo. It's all about that sexy zone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's the Western fans. They they try to be like the Japanese fans. At least that's what I've seen. They want to show that they're they're just as passionate. And and for all I know, they could be. But you know, the Japanese fans are the Japanese fans. Anything else is a a. Cheap imitation. Okay, here's a question for you, Hero. Um, you know, going around to all these conventions as we have, uh, I'm sure you've met some authentic Japanese people who are fans of idols, right? You know, remember sure. Sakura Con or Anime Expo or whatever whatever event you went to, Washington, D.C.? You've met actual Japanese people who are fans. And, you know, we we in the West have this... I guess this crazy myth of how Japanese fans are supposed to be. You know that. And, you know, in your experience, do you think that, like, the, the fans that you have met who are from Japan, uh, do you think they meet the uh, the mythical image of what a Japanese Woda is? Or do you think we as Western fans are just making shit up because we need something to look up to? Well... What do you mean the the, the myth? Well, a lot of people think that and give stuff away. Well, no, they think that uh, you know to be a, to be a real Japanese woda, for example, you have to buy every single thing. You have to be extremely dedicated. You can only follow one girl. You you know, there's a whole bunch of you know those those rules that we have to follow in order to be like a real idol fan. You know, you can't like other groups. You have to hate on everyone else, right? All all, all those kind of bullshit rules. Do you? Do you do you actually see that when you meet real Japanese fans, or do you think like the Western society just making up their own shit? Uh, you know, I actually think that the Japanese fans do follow that one group only mentality. Mm-hmm. I have a friend that's from the area, and she's <laughs> uh, 
you know, my, my short conversations with her to make small talk when I first met her was, oh, do you like this? Do you like that? Right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's typical. You know, I knew she, she liked Hello Project, so that was easy. But then when I brought up the other stuff that I was interested in, it was, it was like, oh, do you listen to... Um, I knew that one of her favorites was the one of the singers from Chemistry. Okay. So, you know, we were talking about that, and I was like, oh, do you like Exile? Because I really enjoy Exile. <laughs> and her response was me to like, Exile's rivals with Chemistry, you can't like them both. <laughs> so there is some truth to the myth. And, yeah, and, and get this, but but she was born in Japan, but lives over here. She's been here for like ten, fifteen years, so she does follow that, you know, that that fabled Japanese mentality. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just think that as a individual, I think you're being too narrow-minded when you follow that, because you're you're missing up on some good product out there. You know, just because chemistry and exile were from a scion, you know, and they were rivals, doesn't mean that you should just not listen to another group, you know, because otherwise you'd be missing out on all them good exile tunes. That is true. Right? Yep. And then the same thing with Hello Project and, and AKB. I know that, that, the, that you're not supposed to like both, but if I, if I like a cute song, who's going to tell me not to listen to it? So from the fans that I've met, you know, I, I, don't, I really haven't gotten those conversations with other fans at the conventions. What I do know is that what I have seen is, is basically like the fans that we see here. It's, it's, it's a, there's a stereotype that some, some meet, and some of them don't meet it. You know, so that, that stereotype of the uh, 45-year-old plus old creepy-looking male who's single or whatever. Now, see, I can't tell if they're single, but, you know, I can make my own decision and judge somebody whether I think they're creepy-looking or <laughs> kind of weird. <laughs> okay. They're there. They exist. So I, I can't go against that either because I, I see it and I go, oh, yeah, I could see him fitting in that, you know, fitting in that category. Yeah, he's older than me, <laughs> you know. So I think it's there. I think they may blow it out of proportion too. I mean, I hear everybody talking about, oh, these guys are so nice and they give away free stuff. I've never been around the free stuff. Really? So I, I, yeah, <laughs> I've never been around it, so I go, whatever, I haven't seen that. Uh, that I have been a part of. Um, the Japanese people like I've met do not meet the stereotypical uh, image of what a lot of Western fans, I guess, portray of uh, of, of Woda. Uh, first off, most of the Woda I've met are female, <laughs> so there's there's scratch number one. So uh, you know there, there's a lot of female Woda I've met. Uh, most of them actually speak English. Uh, the few male ones I've met actually don't speak very good English, but they do give you free shit. I mean, I got a free Barry's Kobo CD from SakotaCon last time. Um, That's what I heard. I hear this all the time. Yeah, so th- they... Like, like the the Japanese people who do come over to America to see all, all of these acts at the conventions are very cool, and they don't meet the stereotypical, uh, I guess, image of a Woda for me anyway. But I know a lot of people out there still think, like, I guess they just have this strange image of Japan... Where, you know, if you go to, like, Akihabara, it's just a haven of otaku shit. Which is kind of true. But it's not like there's a bunch of, like, nerdy-looking motherfuckers walking down the street, you know, rampaging and, and holding out their wares. And, like, there's photo card sessions out on the out on the sidewalk. I mean, that's, that's, just, not, that's just not realistic. But 
I think a lot of people just have some sort of weird image of how Woda are supposed to be, I guess. And, like, I guess if you're, one, if you're a female, and two, uh, if you're just a regular dude, uh, you don't really fit that image and they don't really call you a fan, right? Like, if you don't, if you don't fit that image, some people just don't accept you as, as a fan, right? So, I don't know, it's just kind of weird, like, kind of being in between the two, the two fandoms. Like, remember when we were in, uh, we were in Japan and we were like uh, with with like a few of Dave's friends, right? Like those guys were business dudes and they knew about AKB48, right? They didn't look like typical fans to me, right? They look yeah, like, I mean, there's the stereotype and there's the outside the stereotype. Yeah, so it, it was just kind of weird. Like we were asking them questions, you know, AKB48, they all knew the Kami 7, right? But it, it just didn't look like a salary man would be interested in AKB48 at that time in his life, right? So Yeah, well, actually, with, with a few of Dave's fans, uh, friends, fans. <laughs> <laughs> fans, too, yes, fans. Yeah, you know, Dave's fans. That's right. No, but uh, his friends were, were what you would call a casual yeah. interest in them. They knew they only knew the, the Kami 7. They didn't know about it, but basically, it's like you, you, we got that impression that you knew who AKB was if you live in Japan because you just can't escape it. Yeah. And it, but it also didn't seem like there was any dislike for them. Yeah. And, and that's how my friend was, too. She knew who some of the people from the Kami 7 is, and she sees them on TV all the time, but not necessarily something she follows. Yeah. And, like, even, like, those, you know, the all the... You know when we were in the theater and there's all those people trading photo cards? Oh, yes. Yeah, those people actually just looked like normal people you would see on the street. Right? They didn't look like the stereo. Well, some of them did, but yeah, oh yeah, the, some of them. The, the majority of them look like just the average person on the street, right? It, yep. Which was very surprising to me, especially with the number of female fans that were in there. It's like, dang. But I don't know. I, I think I think a lot of people in the West just have some sort of weird idea about how this fandom is supposed to work. And it like, may be because. The people in the West who haven't been to Japan and only see the fans that come to the conventions yeah. from Japan. It takes a special type of fan to, to go overseas to see a musical act. Yeah, especially I mean, at a we've, convention, we've, right? Yeah, well, we fall into that category, right? We went yeah. to Japan for Tokyo Dome. Yeah. I, I'm sure that people who came from overseas is a small percentage. And you know for these conventions, and I, I, I'll speak for the Betty's Kobo at Sakura-Kan, <laughs> That was a small percentage of fans who came over from Japan. So obviously they're going to be the the real super passionate type, right? Because mm -hmm. not only do they need to take the vacation to come over here, they, they need to have lots of money to fly from Japan to Seattle. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, they, they may have a different appearance than what we're thinking, or they may match exactly the appearance that we're thinking they would. It's because they're the passionate super fan. I, I didn't notice it as much for, for a scandal, though. And I also didn't notice it too much for AKB uh, in Washington, D.C. I, I sat next to uh, two Japanese fans, but they, they didn't really fit the stereotype at all. Okay. I, I wasn't down at the end of the line, so for all I know, they were there too. But you know, I think it's a case-by-case -case, um, situation, and it also depends on how, how niche the group is that, that, that people are following. AKB is pretty mainstream, you know. So maybe the next one, maybe if we're going to another group the, it, that's not as big nationally, maybe you're going to get the, that type, that, that that stereotype. 
i.e. station. <laughs> yeah, station's different. Station, St I, I, yeah. I think station, we saw the stereotype there. Oh, we did. <laughs> yeah, because that, that, that is a, a niche group that people haven't heard of. You, you need to be a, a, a super idol fan to hear about them, you know, because people who, who follow the indie idols are a different breed. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, yeah, well, I think, I think that, well... 75 people, 50 people? How, how many people do you think there were there? Oh, no, it, was, it wasn't 75. I think it was like more like 30. Okay, that was so a small 30. room, dude. Now, did you make the one at Odaiba? Uh, no. Uh, okay. I made... Uh, I made... Um, who, who, who did I see? Biz, right? It was Biz. It was okay. Biz at Odaiba. Now, how, how are their fans? Um, have you ever been to a heavy metal concert? <laughs> Not, not, not really. Or ha have you ever been to like a, a rock concert with a mosh pit? Yes. That those are business fans. Okay. It, bit, a biz show is fucking insane. That's all I have to say. When you see Voda rushing the stage to touch the girls, you know you're in for a good time. So, uh, props yeah, to Anthony, that. man. Props to Anthony, monkey. You are the man. Man, oh, yeah. you you just went running up to that fucking stage. <laughs> it was insane. Because I, I, when I went to the Biz concert, there was a little section in the back for the, the big hardcore fans, you know, like, to do their thing, right? So I thought that was the mosh pit. But no, the mosh pit was actually at the front of the stage, and they, run, they actually run over each other and run over the seats to get to the stage. So, like, if you're, like, in the, uh, the outer row, you're kind of fucked. So uh, poor Ahmed uh, kind of <laughs> almost got run over several times. That. But it, it was it, it's impressive to watch that actually up close. Uh, like Dave and I were lucky to be on the inner rows, but man, poor Ahmed and Vu getting pushed all over the place. It was insane. But yeah, it it's a different brand of I guess fan. Like I, I don't know now that uh, now that Biz is kind of major label. I don't know if they'll continue to do that, but I hope they do. But because because that is a, like a really this sounds like a really fun thing to do, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, you have to be very brave to be a a, a fan in a uh, in a biz concert, I think. But yeah, crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, I wish I missed Station, but apparently Station was uh, very similar to uh, when we were at Kami Tower. It's just that they were dressed in their stage outfits. Mm. Yeah, I really enjoyed that experience. Remember, you're from Russia. Yeah, <laughs> it it was nice getting the you know being in that small. Uh, room yeah. with a different feel different feel than going to see it it was a di it was completely different even from seeing say berries in a smaller what, what would you call that convention room or whatever you know? yeah like a convention and even that had a, had a big concert feel yeah or even at dc where it was a small auditorium and so when you're in a little tiny room that's like a like a uh temporary uh room for at school yeah you guys used to have that at your high school where they had like a temporary room? Yeah, like a detention room or something? Uh, yeah, just something that they, they didn't have enough space so they had to, to, to bring these temporary little rooms for, for, you had some classes in there. That's how that feel was. Okay. Even though it was in a, a stationary building. It just had that that type of feel where they had the movable walls uh, kind of like rolled in place. That's what I, what I recall. Okay. Little tiny little stage. But yeah... The fans are different, and and I can only imagine. You know, we can only read Tuchan translations to see how the people in Japan feel. I know that there's a 
supposedly a different vibe in Japan with, with this situation. And who knows how it's going to end up. Yeah. I guess we'll just have to see. So as a as a Geish fan, um, what what do you think her future is within the next couple of months? Other than you uh, know just being in the Kenkyusei and stealing the stage and all that other stuff. Well, uh, she's probably not going to be on TV too much, and they if they they probably just shouldn't have her on TV, even though you know they may request her. It's just just keep her off. Make it seem like it's a punishment. Keep her off of Kyoku uh, with the Dosagi Dojo, the, the, the show she hosted. I'm, you know, so they get another host to take her place. You know, keep her off. Uh, hopefully, we won't see her too much. Or at all. I mean, I'm. Yeah, or at all. I mean, I, I'm one of those. She's my Oshiman, but she broke a rule. They need to make it seem like it's a punishment. Because if they don't, then then the fans start leaving in waves. <laughs> and it's it's real weird how we we're in that situation now, to where that group is at a crossroads. You know, you lose Hachan, and what it's been about six months, mm-hmm. a little over six months. Lose Hachan, you're announced that you're losing Kasai. You're losing uh, Tomochin now. You're lo- losing some key members from SKE, so it's a, it's this this uh, scandal right now. It makes it interesting to see how they bounce back or or what they do to adjust to these. You know, who knew it was going to something like this was going to happen so soon? Okay, so, so let, uh, let's uh, let's get past Minigishi because I think uh, it's very clear that you support Minigishi, and uh, you know you you wish her the best. But you're not gonna like go jump in front of a train because of it, right? Yeah, basically that's what it is. Uh, yeah. It's like in my position, it's like yeah, I wish her the best. And hey, my thinking because these girls are the the same age as girls who would be my daughters, yeah, or nieces. It's like hey, learn, learn from your mistakes because if you don't, you're gonna be kicked out like Kago. You know, we saw what that happened. Oh yeah. You know, put her put her on uh, house. I think they did a better job than, than what they did with her by putting her on house arrest. <laughs> you know, and then you got nothing to do but smoke and eat. <laughs> smoke and eat and talk to triads, yeah. As, yeah. Uh, I, I guess what she work in the office too or something, but it's like, yeah. You know, it's. Uh, I wish her the best. Learn from your mistake. Don't get caught again, because if you do, they're probably just going to say goodbye. And, you know, she's an important first-generation member, and you don't want to see somebody with that historical perspective, you know, get kicked out. Okay. So yeah, and then no, I'm not going to be jumping in any trains. No, I wasn't, not, you know, I, yeah. I wasn't at the izakaya drinking two bottles of sake. No, you weren't. Oh. So, no, I, I drank my one <laughs> bottle because I normally do. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's life goes on, man. You didn't have your head down on the table while the waitresses asked, "What's wrong?" <laughs> nope, not no. at all. I was I was t- asking my one of my waiter friends, like, yeah. did, "Did you hear? <laughs> well, did you hear about it?" He's like, "Oh yeah." And I'm like, "Damn." You know, it's just that type of talk. Okay. Cool. So yeah. let's uh, let to end this discussion. Let's just talk quickly about the other two uh, two girls who are who are supposed to go sometime before the end of this year. I'm assuming. Uh, your thoughts on Tomo Chin and the timing of her announcement? Oh, the timing. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I guess because this is what I'm getting, and I'm not sure if I'm 100% correct on this. The announcement where she talks about it is actually in the theatrical 
documentary, correct? Uh, that's what it supposedly is, yes. Okay. Well, there was nothing they could do about that. <laughs> the edit was already made. The, the movie released last week. You know, there was no way around that. You couldn't, like, automatically call back all the copies and cut that tape or have her go, no, 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 we're not doing that. I, I think that was just bad timing. Okay. You know, as far as uh, the fan base. Um, as far as her, actually, the announcement itself. Yeah. We kind of saw that coming, right? Oh, yeah. Well, like, uh, I think we've, first... we've said this, like, over and over on every roundtable, I think. Tomo Chin's next. Tomo Chin's next. Yeah. And she has an upside outside of AKB, or so we think. You know, she has a recognition. I told you about the, one of the waitresses at, at, at the restaurant. Yeah. She recognized her. She didn't get her nickname right, but she knew who she was. Okay. I think she called her Tomo-chan or something like that. Uh, but, close I mean, you enough. know, you're just talking about... Yeah, you're talking about somebody who's from Japan who's been going to school over here, but she recognizes her from probably magazines and, you know, different different types of things. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's something I, I, I wouldn't be surprised happening. Okay. And the other one was Kasai, right? And the other one is Kasai. Uh, so we have two different types of future here. Because, you know, Tomo-chin's kind of on the way up, right? She has a, a semi-successful solo career. Uh, she she has good stuff outside of AKB, you know, all those fashion... She's a fashion icon for young women. Um, you know, she's, she's got the look for a lot of, you know, fashion-related things. Uh, whereas we have Kasai Tomomi, who... Uh, her photo book was cancelled. Uh, she's kind of embroiled in scandal because some, some young man was covering her nipples. Uh, she's kind of trending down like she didn't get much time at the uh, unit Matsuri to sing or try to sing so uh, wh what do you think about Kasai and her uh, her prospects outside of AKS you know Kasai to me I like her look I think she should be very similar in popularity to, to Itano uh, she has a look that I think girls would like and that guys like that's my opinion by just looking at her. If I were to just see a picture of her, she's an attractive young woman. I'm not sure how she's looked upon in Japan, you know, before this. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know if they just knew her as the grossest chew or, or, or what have you. But to me, she has that same type of look that both guys and girls would like. This, uh, this scandal, though, man, they, I don't know who at Kodansha or who at her, uh, Agency thought that that picture was a good idea, and I, I, I'm, I'm pointing my finger at the photographer too. Okay. It's like in no, <laughs> in no which way do I think that was a good decision. I, I, when I first saw that, I was like, "Is that a Photoshop? Please say that's a Photoshop." It's just bizarre. And, and yes, that, I think her prospects are, are are not as high as Tomochin for sure. But what did you think about that when you first saw it? Besides, I wanted to be that young man. Oh, okay. Um, I thought it was kind of... I thought it was very similar to the... Uh, you know, way back in the day when Janet Jackson was hot? Kind of similar to that. But uh, I didn't really understand the, uh, the, the concept behind the picture. It didn't really give me an idea of what her photo book would be like other than it made me kind of creepy. So, uh, I I don't know. I was rather confused about the whole uh, the whole thing, and knowing that uh, she, before before this photo book thing came out, 
that uh, she kind of had like a pretty shitty work ethic by quitting that game show without telling anyone. Um, I don't know. It's just like, are are you trying to intentionally like ruin your career? Is is basically what I kind of was thinking in combination with this weird picture. I mean, I'm sure she has prospects out there. I mean, I think if uh, Kasai actually uh, took vocal lessons, she could be a very good R&B singer. Because, you know, during the request hour, there's that one R&B song where uh, she was paired up with uh, Mochi, and I can't remember who else she was paired up with. But uh, she seems to have a very good uh, voice for R&B. But uh, I I think she really, I I don't know, I think she's gone off the rails. I don't know why. Maybe she's just looking for a way out. Or maybe it's a desperate cry for help. Uh, I don't know. but It doesn't make sense to me why, why she would like do a picture like that when she knows that like her photo book is going to be like like a hot hot seller with a lot of the fans and people are going to be looking forward to it. But uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's like perhaps management or the people or the publishers behind the photo book made a bad decision, but... It, it adversely affects her, right? Oh, it definitely adversely affects her. Yeah, so I mean, it's almost like, I don't know if she knew about it. She probably thought, oh, okay, yeah, this is fine, whatever, right? Because that's just how how it is in Japan. <laughs> you don't do a lot of questioning. Yeah. But, man, you, you got to think somebody's head's rolling over at Kodansha. I mean, because they lost out on a lot. They're not getting anything from that. Yeah, they could have had, like, a ton of advertising from an AKB girl in her magazine, right? Well, no, Kodansha, I think, is the one who not only does the magazine, but they also were the publishers of the book, is oh, really? what I remember. Yeah, so, I mean, you figure, okay, they've already printed it, right? Yeah. They already have sales. Who knows if they spent some of that money? Oh. But they're, they're getting nothing out of it. All the expenses from the publishing expenses to the advertising, that's all down the shitter. Somebody's head's got to be rolling over there. I mean, I'm sure somebody had to quit. That's true. Right? And it's not one of those things like, oh, we're going to release it. You know, we're going to edit. I don't know if they're going to release it. They may just, <laughs> it may just been tabled. Uh, yeah, I think that thing is going to be shelved. Yeah, see, if they were to re-release it, then they could get some of the money back. But if they just shelved it, oh, boy. Uh, they're getting nothing from it. Well, I guess, in a way, we should feel sorry for Kasai, but I don't know. We, we Since we don't really know the whole deal yeah. behind... The, the weird photo with the young man and and the whole thing behind, I don't know, her shitty work ethic. Uh, we, we really don't know uh, what to say, I guess. Just because we can make the as many assumptions as we want, but we're just making shit up, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's all speculation, right? We don't know if she doesn't really want to be in the entertainment business anymore or if she does or if she's just lazy. She's totally my pace. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't doesn't look bright for her. Okay. So yeah. we have no idea when these two women will graduate. Uh, what is your guess for Tomochin? When when do you think she will leave? I don't know. Do you do you do it after the festival? Do it at Nissan. Do it later. Yeah, I'm sure that's what they're talking about right now, Tim. They have to. They have to space it. I think. What would you? What you would your be ideal time be? I guess is the question. Uh, if you were say AKB management, and you're looking at the whole calendar year. Four to six months. Four to six months. Yeah, with Kasai being first. Really? 
Kasaya could go earlier because she announced it earlier. Well, that's true. Because you know more more are coming. Well, that's true. And, and it's, it's just a matter of who. And they really have to, to, to management for the for the family has to juggle this around because they have to time the SKE graduations. Well, I they thought the SKE ones were in spring. Okay, so it's spring. So let's say they're going to do that, but do they want to do it around the same time? Do they want to give fans who are crossover fans a little time for peace? Or do they want to do it at the same time and rip their hearts out? I would rip their hearts out. That's just me. Yeah, so you're not running the multi-million million yen business. You know, they have to think about that. Because who knows? Everybody's expecting more announcements to be made at these big big concerts. Well, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of expected now, right? I'm pretty sure they're not going to do another shuffle. No, I think the shuffle's once yep. a year, isn't it? Or twice a year? Uh, or every, every two, two years? years? Yeah, so I'm pretty pretty sure they're not going to have a shuffle announcement. You know, one of the announcements is going to be the John Ken, or maybe they're going to do a kickball tournament, or maybe they're going to do a, a sports festival. Who knows? Well, I thought they announced a sports festival at request hour. You serious? Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't watched. I think all that was so. day one. They announced some sort of sports festival thing. Well, they're going backwards. Sure. Okay, I'm for a sports festival. They didn't say when, but they did mention something about where? a sports festival. Okay, because I know they're they're having that AKB festival, which is a series of concerts. Yeah. Was that Budokan? Uh. Yeah, the Budokan concerts where they split yeah. the groups, and I then, think an announcement's going to come there. Yeah, so some 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 announcement's going to happen there. Well, m most likely Junkin, right? We're doing Junkin. Yeah, I, but they could do the, if they have three days of concerts, two okay, two two AKB concerts. Yeah, they can have an announcement at each one. So let's say one of them's Junkin or or whatever. Yeah. Then the second one could be a graduation. You know, unless these. First and second gens just want to stick around forever. Well, we know Mariko's not going anywhere. <laughs> That's what she says. That's what she says. She could be pulling a, yeah, she could be pulling a rib. Could be. Right? She's the ultimate troll. That is true. She could just she could do one of those things where she just drops the mic and walks off. <laughs> that would be awesome. I lost my yep. smile <laughs> and then walk away. She'll do the she'll do the uh uh, sexual chocolate one, right? Oh, the sexual chocolate. <laughs> oh, God. And, and drop the drop the mic and point to them and walk off. Oh fuck, that would be awesome. Randy Watson. Randy Watson. Oh, that would be wicked. Yeah. Just walks onto the stage, drops the mics, and go. Just leaves. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be beautiful. Oh. But, uh, yeah, it's it's. I would hope they wouldn't do it too 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 long after the summer. So that they can get these other ones out of the way. So uh, I think if if we go by your timing, for example, uh, we would have, say, a a graduation during the summer, and then probably sometime toward the end of the year there'd be another grad, right? At least an announcement. So I I, I got to think that there's probably going to be, and who knows whether they're going to do like a mass one. You know, like uh, when those five girls graduated. Depends. At the beginning, yeah, it's 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 all about timing and and doing it smart to where you're not losing too many people at once. I think they're, I think they're banking on a lot of the, uh, 
I guess the younger girls to step up now because they're like they're like when I'm watching AK Bingo, they're like really hyping a lot of those those former Team Four girls, and they're they're hyping HKT, and you know eventually they'll start hyping SNH whenever that political mess goes over. But uh, I I think once I think once the Team Four girls are actually like I guess uh, recognizable and really really popular more than they are now because of Hashiri Pengen but I think once they, uh, the team 4 girls are actually like I guess at the same level as say maybe some of the uh, the other more popular girls then maybe we'll see some of the second generation members get the boot possibly possibly or graduate or get sent to like Bovine University or wherever right so uh, I, I think uh, I think possibly they're they're gonna drag this out a little bit, because unlike uh, unlike Hello Project, unfortunately, uh, you know, AKS seems to use their their kin their their, their kinkusei, uh a little bit more, uh, I guess, more effectively. You know, you, oh, you definitely yeah you you know when we were at uh, when you watch like uh, those major AKV concerts, kinkusei are actually performing the songs that they're supposed to perform in the future whereas you know if you watch a hello project concert uh maybe you'll see the kenshusei perform like an opening number but then the rest of the time they're just doing background dancing they're not doing anything else unless they're part of a unit so uh, i think possibly uh aks is just going to drag this out until like their younger members actually start getting the idea of how to fish people and shit so uh, my my I only hope, yeah. My my only hope is, um, uh, you've heard of uh, you've heard about these announcements of the uh, HP Kenshusei actually getting groups now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So my only hope is that you know, uh, as much as I dislike the Hello Project management, and that's for my own personal reasons, um, I do think it's a good idea that they finally got on the bandwagon and actually used the talent they actually have in their pool, their small pool of talent, um. I really hope that they do follow the AKS Kenkusei model and actually like give them something substantial to do other than just stand there and do nothing or wait in limbo. So uh, I have high hopes for, uh, for, a- for, uh, for AKS's Kenkusei and I've ha- I kind of have semi-high hopes for the Kenkusei depending on how HP management depends to, tends to fuck things up. But um, I really hope that like this is another wave of like actual competition, so that we can have something uh, substantial to talk about other than hey HP sucks and AKS is doing good because that's again that's becoming a really old conversation. You think? It's you know the problem with HP's the way they have things is because it's a different dynamic. Yeah. With with AKB with the Kinkusei, you're able to to throw a member here and there into a subgroup or into a, a single and allow them to get work. Yeah, you know, or they put them on the TV shows. Like you know, it's like uh, Kawaii Arena and um, Takahashi Judy. Yeah, I never really knew about them until I went to DC. But mm-hmm. now I'm noticing that they're in a lot of focus projects. Yeah, whether it be a, a single or being a video, or they're visiting the up north. You know, where the the disaster hits. You see them all the time. And as a person who who follows the group, you go, who, "Well, who is that?" Or, "Oh, that's who that person is." And that's because that's how the AKB dynamic works. You have you're able to, to take four girls out and put another four girls in, 
and they, and they get exposure. The Hello Project way is different because you have set groups. You have Momusu, you have Cute, you have Berries, you have Smilage now. <laughs> well, I've always told you before that I thought the to create Smilage was a, was a was a mistake. Only because you took the focus away from everybody else and you focused on this new group. And then, you know, it blew up because they, you know, all the two of the original members leave and stuff. But now to create this new Kenshushi? Yeah, they're called Kenshusei. Yeah, they're so. not eggs anymore, but I like saying eggs better. Eggs makes more sense. Yeah, but media, you have this new group. Are they going to run to do the same thing and have all the talent in this group and not focus on berries and cute and now smileage? Well, actually, you're, you know, you're hitting the speculation of Hello Project Camp right on the head. Because a lot of Hello Project fans are thinking, okay, now that they're making all these Kenshusei groups, it's a second generation of uh, so-called kids groups. So, like, a lot of people are expecting Barry's Kobo and possibly Cute to get graduated somehow. Yeah, and is that what they... I, I don't know if that's what I'd want as a fan. Yeah, because that, that's kind of the speculation, especially with Barry's Kobo. Uh, a lot, there's a lot of speculation in regards to Barry's Kobo getting the Melon Kenenbi treatment. So Melon not dead. Yeah, Melon not dead, then all of a sudden, boom, gone. Dead. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, a lot of people are expecting perhaps uh, Barry's will be the first kids group to go. So, you know, with, with all of these new groups coming this year and next year. Yeah, I, I, you know, once again, we're in the position of fans. What can we do? Yeah. But in the position of a critical analysis of the business, is, is that really what they should do? I think it should be. Okay. Let's, See, let's face it, Barry's ain't to... selling a lot, right? In, yeah, in the grand scheme of okay. things, Barry's are not like a high-selling group, right? No, their their record sales are low, but apparently their concerts and, and uh, merchandise sales are still, you know, what they are. Yeah, but like hard numbers... For like CDs, they don't they yeah, don't her sell. Are low. They don't they're, sell they're a actually lot. Lower than cute last year. Yeah, and really, the only recognizable member of that group is Momoko, right? Yeah, Re when realistically, you have porn out, you're, you've made it. Yes, like, do you really see? Do you really see Barry's going any further after they hit their tenth year? Like, there's nothing else for them to do. All they do is keep coming over here for conventions now. And, and, yeah, and, and covering other countries' songs. I mean, what else can they possibly do now? I, I see what you're saying. So, I mean, it's just like get rid of one of them and replace them with the, the Kenshise group. Exactly. I know a lot Let's of people see, are going to hate that, though. Does, does the Kenshise group become a permanent permanent group, or do they use, possibly use that to feed the next generation of Momusu? Uh, I think Momusu is a lost cause. Right now, I wouldn't. I wouldn't use them to feed Momosu at all. Let Momosu die. No, but see, they're 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 not going to die because they're actually doing decently. Well, right now. Yeah. Let, let's mean, see when they take all the talent out of the pool, because really, a lot of people do not like Sayashi Riho. Let's let's be uh, a lot of people like I talk to, I guess. And if I look at the general fandom, a lot of people have a lot of hate for Sayashi Riho. I know, like right. everyone loved her during her audition. And like she was the best one out of all of the girls who made it past the ninth gen, but a lot of people do not like her now because she can't sing. <laughs> she okay, can't sing again, to save though, her life. Once again, are we talking Western fans? Western fans, yes. I don't know yeah, about see, Japanese so it's fans. Like, 
how much strength should we give to that argument? Uh, very little, but I just want to base it on what I know, right? Okay. And a lot of people love Sakura Oda. Again, Western fans love Sakura Oda for some reason. Um, she hasn't really proven jack shit to me. I mean, she had a really wicked audition, but I heard I hardly heard her and Help Me. Help Me was all about Reina and uh, Sayashi Riho for me. But okay. uh, I, I think... I think Morning Musume should probably be just left alone. Do not put any more members in that group. I know there's going to be a 12th generation audition because they have to fill Reina's spot, but I really don't think they should. I mean, there's enough change in Morning Musume where absolutely no one can recognize the fucking group anymore. So just leave it as is and let this group develop, I guess, is the best way to go about it. But I know that HP, they got to get some sort of hype about the group and they're just going to change things around and of course they'll pick some chick off the street but we'll see it's just that I, I think if you're going to go with a new generation of members stop feeding your old groups I mean just start building all of these new all this new blood you know how like uh, you had WCW and and the, the the old versus the young have you seen that uh, you saw that feud before right Where I heard Billy about it that's when I stopped watching oh, okay. it. I just read about it there was like a there was like a, a faction led by Billy Kidman. You remember Kidman, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kidman led the youth, and then Hogan and Bischoff led the old, right? Yeah. So in, in a way, I see this as like the youth movement in WCW, right? All the good wrestlers, all the cruiserweights getting a shot. So. But we saw what happened with that. The, the company died. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Shortly <laughs> after. You know, I think it is, it, they've... Hello Project has proven, if anything, that even though their their numbers aren't what they used to, and their fan base has shrunk to just the the the, the hardcore diehard fans, mm-hmm. that they've managed to survive because of concerts, because of merchandise sales, you know, with that within that fandom, you know, their fan base, you know, because if you look at their numbers, it's been going down, down, down. It's just now going up to where, you know. We look at it as, yeah, yeah, these are pretty good numbers. So it leads me to believe that their their system of concerts, you know, they don't do the AKB three big concerts, you know, and then no touring for a while. You know, they they happen to do tours where it's like, okay, winter tours, two weeks, all these different places. So they do well for for what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that's be their marketing department does know how to. Uh, plan the venues, because I'm sure if you go to one, it's probably packed. You know, but if I'm sure if they kept on running the bigger, bigger venues, it'd be a little tougher. You know, they they need to know their their fan base, and it it seems like they're they're catering to it. What's this? It says your account got banned. Yep. <laughs> What'd you do? I don't know. <laughs> you had nothing but the the logo up. Oh, yeah, I know. That's bizarre. Too funny. Oh, well. That's bizarre. You just rub people the wrong way. I always do. Yeah. Oh, well, it's still recording, so it's all good. Yeah, so uh, that's an interesting viewpoint, you know, that you think that Momusa should just stay the way it is and then eventually possibly not, not do anything with them. It, it wouldn't be surprising if, a, if an idol group did that. I mean, idol groups have dissolved, you know, on Yonko Club, just went, right? So it wouldn't surprise me, but I guess it's maybe one of those things I figured they're going to do it until forever and a day. 
Do you have any uh, final words for the people in regards to Minigishi Minami uh, scandals, uh, the Western fandom, or anything in regards to that? You know, it's just, who am I to tell anybody what to do, but it's a freaking hobby. Just enjoy it. Don't get too tied up in, in things. I know that the, people probably try to tend to want to be like the Japanese fans, but man, have a life outside of it. It's it's only entertainment. Oh, that's 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 my uh, advice to everybody following any fandom, whether it be video games, sports. You see them, you know. I come from a crazy area in the Bay Area where if you're a 49ers fan, you can't go to a Raiders game in Oakland because you'll probably get beat up or, or killed, killed, stabbed, beers thrown on you, what have you. You know, it's it's it just ruins the whole whole thing for people think you, you don't want to go in, in fear right yeah and I think you know obviously the music fandom's different but man if something happens to your favorite member just get over it <laughs> be sad I mean be sad I mean you, there's nothing wrong with being emotional I mean I'm kind of like I was disappointed with when I heard about, heard about each on right yeah but I would have been really disappointed if she got out because I would have screwed up our handshake event yeah and and it still get could get screwed up. The bottom line is, she gets kicked out. I'm still gonna make the most out of our trip. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna go. Oh, Craig, I can't go. I'm not gonna go. It's not worth it. No, I'm gonna Oshi hand to somebody else and and try to make the most out of my handshakes. Exactly. But they, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm I'm gonna Michon Oshi, but you know, maybe it's because I'm a Western Michon Oshi, but life goes on. I, I support her. I think she did something stupid. I think she, what she did was satisfactory enough for me. I think she took it too far. Yeah. Everything that happens after this is up to management. You know, the, the, the punishments, whatever. I, I may not agree with it, but it is what it is. You know, and hopefully she, she has learned an important lesson. That she, you know how a, uh, everybody jokes, oh, there's time to sleep when you're dead? Yep. Well, there's gonna be plenty of times to, to bump an uglies with a with a dude. <laughs> once your once your idle career is over. That's true. Right? I mean, the the, the career of, of what they're doing is is a short window. And and they come from a small percentage of girls who have actually passed these auditions and have actually stuck around. And this is an important time in in AKB's history. So hold yourself back. There's gonna be plenty of time to to. Uh, bending over and taking it. <laughs> right? That's true. I mean, these girls, as long as they, you know, they've got plenty of time to do that. You want to risk it now when it, when when the, the product is hot? Well, hey, make your bed as long as you're willing to sleep in it. You know? Uh, that's my opinion with that. <laughs> and I already know your opinion, but you might as well voice it out. Uh, get that ass. <laughs> get that ass. Uh, if you're if you're if you're a man, get that ass. If you're a woman, ride that uh, ride that magic stick. <laughs> get it while it's good. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I I think it's stupid, but uh, that's that's not for me to design. Really, it's not not for me to. Uh, not for me to complain about. I may personally think that the dating rule is dumb, but it's the way it's been for decades, right? 
decades before Mo Momusu. Before Momusu, before AKB, you know, before Pink Lady, you know, it's been like that forever. So I think everyone should just uh, live with it. Ah, oh, and that is it, ladies and gentlemen. We are done. Uh, thank you very much for listening to this conversation about Minigishi Minami and other idol related issues we are done uh, we will see you for the next round table which will probably be in March so bye bye people adios